0: This is Laura Van arendong and you're listening to To Write and Have Written, a writer's guide to the business side. This is an audio recording of the weekly live stream, where you can join us each Tuesday on Twitch. Details and a schedule of upcoming guests and topics can be found at lauravab.com. Now, to this week's episode. I have somehow broken my camera. That's awesome. Cool. You know what? Let's just jump straight in to where I know we have everybody wearing a visible camera. That's fantastic. Hi, I'm Laura Van Arandonk-Ball. This is To Write and Have Written, and I am a professional adult. Here we are. <laughs> fantastic. All right. I am really excited about tonight's uh, talk. This was something that people had been asking about uh, repeatedly, and so I sent out a barrage of invitations and phenomenal people accepted, like, no hesitation, it was great, I'm so excited. So we are going to talk tonight about uh, cultivating a community of uh, subscribers, members, there's a number of different terms, that's actually one of the things we're going to talk about tonight, and I have a great group of people that I would like to quickly, very quickly introduce and then we'll just jump into the good stuff, oh, <laughs> Bridger's in the chat, oh boy, lots of guests, yeah, like, the whole screen full of amazing people, I'm so excited. Uh, so what, I, what I'm actually particularly excited about uh, with this particular group is the array of artistic pursuits, which are currently represented on the screen. Uh, so, hi, I, guys, I didn't tell you, but I'm going to let you uh, give yourselves a two sentence bio or something as we go around so you can highlight whatever you would like to particularly highlight. But we have, you know, writing, we have visual art, we have music, we have poetry, we have world-building and game, like all the things are on the screen right now. So, Jacqueline and Tyler, you are on my top left, so would you like to go first?
1: Sure, uh, I'm Jacqueline, I'm the director of Ethnis and the owner of the Ethnis studio. And I'm a writer, artist, designer, whatever I can get my hands on, I work on it.
2: My name's Baron um, Tyler, I guess is my actual name as is listed uh and yeah i've been working on ethnos for probably a decade about now uh and just whatever needs to be done writing uh tabletop design uh video editing whatever it takes to keep ethness a fueled and a moving
0: awesome ben
3: Hi, I'm Benisekwi, I am a uh, writer, composer, and performer, um, and I, by uh, force of the pandemic, was convinced to create a Patreon, which has since kind of uh, revolutionized how I work.
0: Awesome.
4: Rhonda? Hi, I'm Rhonda Parrish, I have the attention span of a magpie, so I tend to do a lot of things, usually all under the umbrella publishing so i write i edit i do anthologies and i do that across several genres but mostly speculative fiction
0: she has the best test taste in authors it's fantastic <laughs> uh, Rhonda edits quite a few of my things and then uh julie
5: oh um, i am julie uh i a the i can speak really good <laughs> That's what I do. No. Um, I'm a visual artist. Uh, I like to do comics. I do design. I do illustration, um, fine art. um, Primarily focusing on comics and illustration. Um But yeah, I have a Patreon and I'll be talking about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, you have many welcomes going on in the chat right now. So thanks. And sorry, I didn't tell you I was going to throw you into the bus and make you do introductions. I just got a little flustered when I couldn't have a face. So... Sorry. Okay, let's let's get into fun and exciting conversations. And I do want to mention too, we were supposed to have uh, Jamie Buckley uh, of WantedHero.com. Um and he is not able to be with us tonight because he is ill with COVID for a second time and he was absolutely fine with me me telling you guys that. Um, but do check out wantedhero.com for additional examples of the kinds of things we're going to be talking about because he's got a really great setup over there as well. So um, we will hope to get Jamie at a future time when he's feeling better. Um, So one of the things when I was prepping for this uh, topic, and this this is a great learn with me topic because this is absolutely literally learn with me because I don't know this. This is why I'm asking these glorious people here. Um, But when I was looking things up for this and you know, there's a lot of you, you'll hear membership and subscription get used interchangeably, but there is actually is a technical difference between them. So membership is kind of like, you know, it's a club, it's a loyalty group. There's a feeling of, you know, being in an inner circle. um that could be like, I'm in my breed club or I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a Marine or, you know, something like that. Whereas a subscription is specifically for financial transactions. So something like Netflix, you know, and so sometimes you can have one to get the other but they are distinct things and i think that really made made, helped me make sense of what we're talking about here tonight where we're asking people to be in a community or to support financially or to be part of an inner circle or to buy things or you know whatever it just made that a lot easier to to kind of sort those things out uh so Structure tonight, I have some questions that I personally want to know, but also please feel free to throw things into the chat with um, with questions because, again, I love the spread, the diversity of uh, expertise and fields that we have here. So you're, this is a great chance to get a lot of different perspectives on this. what working great in this area, and actually this technique is a little bit better over here, and this kind of thing. So, let's start with how do we get started? So, you know, I know several of you are on Patreon. There are other platforms out there, but that initial hurdle, like where I'm from the Midwest, I say this a lot, like I'm going through restructuring my pricing right now in my day job. And it's like, I know I'm worth it, but how do I ask people for money? (laughs) And, and it's so, uh, how, how do how do you guys handle that? Because is this as awkward as it feels, and what do you do about it? Anybody who would like to, mm. oh. yeah, it's uh, awkward.
2: It, <laughs> everyone give the same amount of pause.
5: Like one of the things that um, Patreon actually has on their on their site, like tips for brand new creators or at least they did back when I started on Patreon, which was five years ago. Um, <laughs> they they recommend that you start putting out uh, social media posts and you specifically ask friends and family members, um, people who are most likely to be like, oh, yes, I do want to support you because, you know, I, I love you and I want to further your artistic endeavor. Um, and... So that's a good jumping-off point. Uh, After that, it's a matter of just. For me personally, it's been a matter of um, if you make a post on social media, you might, you know, put another tweet in a thread underneath of it that's got you know, if you like this, please support me on Patreon or something like that.
0: Hmm. So just just a simple.
3: I'll speak. uh, Oh, sorry. I I was gonna go ahead and say since I'm also uh, patreon uh, uh, they're totally right in that they give you lots of tools in the beginning and they really help you kind of set everything up and they actually don't shy away from admitting how awkward it is and about asking for money Um, I'm within the first year of of doing my patreon and and i lucked out because of the fact of what i do for a living people generally pay a ticket price for so it wasn't that much of a stretch to say here's something i'm doing you can now kind of pay a ticket price i actually set it up in the beginning on that way on purpose I'm i'm doing this online show so and then after that just convince them to like stick around i'm just now getting around to the point of like now how do i entice people that are out there in the world other than, you know, here in my city that are used to paying. But yeah, I would say that, that. but posting on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of that, that seems to somehow get um, some uh, leverage regarding that, but the algorithm also massacres us. Like if i mention the word patreon in a post on facebook or instagram, it hides it and i'll get i can post something like i think dogs are cute one day and it'll get 300 likes and the next day i'll be like please support me and feed me with patreon and it'll get like two people see it. It's so frustrating. But yeah.
0: Team For, For, uh, yes. Oh. Go
1: ahead. Sorry. No, i
0: was just i was just saying i know you wanted to say something. Sorry, please go ahead.
1: Okay. Um, for us, uh, we were fortunate in that a lot of people in the world Anvil community at that time were starting their own Patreons. Quite a few of our friends were, and we we discussed with them that, uh, in my experience, one of the ways to get people to give money is for them to see that someone's already given you money. So what we did is about four or five of us, maybe more, all subscribed to each other's Patreon. We knew we were losing money because Patreon takes the difference. But immediately that starts out like, oh, this Patreon already has fifty to a hundred dollars going into it. And once it grew, we kind of eased off of each other and backed down a little bit, depending on if we we wanted the stuff at that each other's content level, no hard feelings. And so that became like a, you know, one one the mutualism of you know just supporting each other, but two, like everyone saw like, oh, these patrons, they are not running at zero. There's they have something going on and they're delivering. So obviously, someone's happy with it. It must be worth subscribing to.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great point. Like the little decoy ducks on a pond, you know. Like this is this is the thing going on. So th- that's that's really. Um, I, I was actually thinking about that, but then I w- that was in the the awkward like. I I have to ask my friends to 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 seed me, so I look like I have friends or everything. But I but what you said about there being a circle of you know. People like a community that already existed, and you all just you know mutually supported each other. That's a fantastic way to do that. So,
2: Uh, it's you're throwing your name into the ring rather than just some cash. Yeah. So, and as everyone's throwing, you know, if you have that list of folks who are behind you, that's going to be your primary sort of hey, Patreon's here, it's alive, let it speak for itself. Um, but always keep uh keep reminding people not not too bad not too meanly that it exists
1: yeah it's what you need to to keep getting what they like out it's either way i'll make it but it'll be a lot better if you guys chip in on the art and stuff like that so
4: you kind of nailed it at the beginning when you were asking the question you said i know that what i'm creating or what i'm doing or my the work that i'm doing is worth it i think it's it's absolutely pivotal that you not undervalue your work and you recognize that you're not begging people for money you're offering them something in exchange it's a mutually beneficial relationship it's not they're not just helping you they're also getting something out of the deal as well
0: that is that is really like that's a great segue into my next question but (laughs) uh, thank you um but but yeah, and I think I think this is fundamentally part of it is, you know, in my day job, I have a day job that like has science and numbers and data, right? And I I know I can sell out a workshop in Tokyo in a day with my day job, so I can set those prices. I'm still having trouble overhauling my prices, but the idea is there. I can do this. And then, you know, I come back here and I'm like, but art is just like, that's just me and my imaginary friends having a good time. Like how do I ask people for money for that? And, you know, even though I, I know it's good art, culturally, we've been so conditioned that, you know, art, I mean, I, I can, I can go online and get fan art for free. Why would I pay somebody else for visual art? Like nobody's paying me for visual art. That's a bad example, but (laughs) that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. I've got some chat things coming in uh pjz fits asking about where to promote patreons um specifically which i think you guys have, have touched on in a degree but um if there are some venues that you've found that are easier to slip that in without getting silenced by the almighty algorithms
4: yeah uh, newsletter i mean if you if you have a newsletter you have control over that and i mean there's still issues with spam filters and deliverability and open rates and whatever. But you can control that in a way that you can't control Facebook's algorithm or Instagram's algorithm. My newsletter is being pivotal to my, my Patreon for sure.
0: For the record, guys, Rhonda and I did not plan this. I did not set her up to say that. Just because it sounds like what I say frequently, that was completely. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I think that's a really um, it's a really good point. Like this is why we need a direct line to you know the people we're trying to reach. Um, so okay. So I'm catching up on, on some chat here. Um, Adam says this is a very timely episode and is trying to push through the un- the feeling of unworthiness. So great, we'll get you a membership card. We can all get t-shirts. We'll do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and and Vinny, hey Vinny, welcome to the to the stream. Yeah, uh, came in through the Ethnist Discord, fantastic. Thank you. And oh, and, and uh, Lorraine as well. Thank you guys for coming by. Um, okay, so. As 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 far as um, you know, offering things which you know just mentioned in the chat, and, and Rhonda's pointing out that like this is an exchange, and this is where I sit down and, and and I'm like, okay, first of all, I have to commit to having a regular product that I absolutely will deliver on a regular basis, and I have commitment issues, and it scares me, and even if I'm producing, you know, what if what if I miss a week or or something, but I want to call out, Ben has some of the best subscriber rewards of like that I've ever seen because they're not what you think of in traditional financial transactions. Sorry, Ben, I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, And it works because I had already seen your work in advance. This wasn't my first encounter with you, but when you first launched the Patreon and you had things like, I will shout your name at the moon. And I'm like, I'm in, here's my money. Like, and then a video goes up of Ben shouting my name at the moon. And I'm like, great best five bucks I ever spent you know we're good um so (laughs) these are what sometimes it's it's so easy to get bound up in you know I have to produce a very specific I I, I need to have I can't have a whole book for somebody every month what am I going to do so so what are what are some things you guys do because I know none of you are giving a whole book to somebody every month what are some things that you guys are doing I don't know Rhonda might be um that that the rest of us mortals could could match in terms of making these exchanges
1: for people. Yeah, Jack- Jacqueline. Um, so, something we did at our tiers above, like the, I think above the $10 about, uh, there's basically a notification that your, your reward isn't going to be monthly. If you're taking this level, this is just because you support the project that much. But at those high levels, for example, when we do our uh, our writing, which is a lot of our focus with the Patreon, is you, we'll take characters that you submit and make them integral. And so you get to leave your mark all over the lore. Um, last October, I did a like a sit down speed write, which was about, I think 16 hours straight. And I let patrons all submit the characters and I wrote a whole story from start to finish and their characters became pretty much main characters, which they weren't expecting and so everyone was just watching because i did it all in discord one post at a time i just timed how long it would take myself and sat down and did it and so they liked being able to watch that and see their characters unfold live
2: yeah normal patreons could watch but those who went above and beyond like who were at those higher levels were able to submit ideas and talk it over <laughs> with. Awesome.
0: so
2: it worked out very well
0: so just giving a more really leaning into that inner circle aspect of it
1: yeah cool. just don't pledge something that you can't do consistently like if you say every month you get a book that's not going to scale especially if you get like 50 people at that patreon level and you're supposed to give them all separate rewards that's just at
2: the end of the day you got to consider how many hours of something it takes to produce one patreon's worth of content content
4: a spreadsheet which I just call Patreon Math. Um so my, my Patreon community is actually quite small. So I don't have I don't have the issues of scale that some of the the larger communities do and I'm quite envious of those issues of scale, but <laughs> not having them um, also does mean that I can do like I have a perk that is a snail mail surprise. So um, people who pledge at a certain level get a, a random thing in their mail every month, and if I had hundreds of patrons, I, I could not do that, um, but with the numbers that I have, it's plausible, but um, I just totally interrupted myself. But I do have a spreadsheet, speaking of affordability and time and investment, that says Patreon mail and basically says, you know, this is how many books I can put out and still make money based on the rewards that I'm giving to people if they're getting a book. It's, it's not free to me even, you know, it's not free in time, and it's not free in the actual product. So you have to, that math is separate from my other spreadsheet math stuff. It's a whole different equation.
5: Yeah, I'm sort of in the boat of not having uh, a massive uh, Patreon community, um, which uh, I have a really nice Patreon community, you know, but it's... Uh, it, that somewhat smaller community uh, allows me to actually one of my rewards is I send out a little poster print each month and I write uh, a little letter to pat, uh, patrons who are above a certain level um and I I am up to writing I think like 16 letters every month um which is is a little bit of a time sink but you know it, it's it's a nice way to say thank you and it's uh you know something that my patrons have consistently told me hey i I love i love this thing so i'm like okay (laughs) so um if if my community gets uh so much bigger you know it'll have to be like okay no one else gets any letters you know you'll get you'll get the other mailed stuff but you won't get a letter um or at least not a handwritten one (laughs) so it's um it's very much uh you have to be very, very intentional about setting aside time for this. And uh, the thing that you uh, have to remember about this is that people are giving you money for this, so you need to make time for that. Um, but you know, this is something that ideally you really want to do, you love doing. So it's not like a huge hardship, but still, that it does require time set aside.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's where I get into my commitment issues is <laughs> I just, but I, you know, I, that's the kind of thing that you have to think through before you publish those tiers, right? Don't put up anything you're not willing to, to live with, um, especially if it actually takes off and now you have to do 20 of them. So, which would be a great problem to have, but still could be a problem.
4: Um, it's motivating though, yeah. Your commitment issues aside, I find, you know, at the, right now I'm I'm, uh, committed to doing one exclusive piece of fiction every month, whether that's a story or a poem or whatever for all my patrons, and some months it's really hard, and I get it out at, like, 11.58 on the last day of that month, but, you know, I, I get it out, and I wouldn't have otherwise if I hadn't had the Patreon to force me to create that thing. And I'm really happy to see other people nodding. So it's not just me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good feeling. (laughs)
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of uh, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, (laughs) No, go ahead. My favorite. (laughs) We'll keep doing this the whole time. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorites is uh, the Patreon for rare earth, which is a, like he's a documentary guy. He goes around the world, just shares about all these different countries. At his top level, the fifty-dollar tier, uh, he'll call your mom and tell your mom how great you are. That's it. (laughs) You only get it once, but you get it.
0: (laughs) That's pretty awesome.
1: Speaking of screaming your name at the moon, you know stuff like that. People people do it.
0: (laughs) I I did consider when I was you know, kicking around the idea of launching a Patreon or something. And I was doing all my tears and I had one where it's like, I will kill your ex in fiction. But then I thought people could take that poorly. And, uh, you know, I didn't want anybody knock in on the joke. So that's and then I just didn't launch any subscription things at all, so never mind. Uh, ben, what were Someone you going
2: to say? Going to read the conviction part. to be in legal trouble.
3: <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say that I love that benefit. I want to sign up for that. I think that sounds fantastic. But um, uh, speaking to what you said a little while ago about uh, having trepidation about like having these deliverables and then having to uh, do it. Um, not to dissuade you but before the pandemic or uh, i was thinking that any day the the pandemic was going to end or at least it was going to end so some of the things that i had said One of them was like, I'll I'll whisper your name seductively to a stranger in a public place or something. (laughs) Um, Well, I wasn't going to be able to do that while we're all social distancing. I mean, the least I'd be able to do is like holler your name at (laughs) them from six feet away. So I had to adjust some of those as I went along. And I feel like that um, at least my patrons, they were super, at least if you're going to give something like different or... um, like that's of equal value. Um, I mean, I guess they could have their heart set on one thing and then give another. Um, But then also earlier, um, something I can't remember who mentioned it about, oh, 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 it was uh, Rhonda said about delivering at 1159. um, So much of what... uh, Patreon has done for me is giving me like a reason to write, like I can talk myself out of writing any old day. Like I'll be like, well, the dishes are over there, or yeah. <laughs> laundry needs done, or whatever. Even if I'm like, I'm doing it or whatever today and sitting down. Now it's like this is part of something I'm I promised I would do, not just promising other people, but promising myself. And this is a measurable and a deliverable, and all these things. And and I have thoroughly enjoyed that. It's been it's what has made it completely different for me
0: okay cool pj zufit points out in the chat that there were some zoos that had a you know give a name a cockroach after your ex and then we'll feed it to various critters and um and actually uh after that was suggested by several readers i did name a villain um give a cockroach my villain's name and fed him to somebody this spring so that happened um (laughs) kate asks whether any of you have asked subscribers for suggestions for rewards and what kind of things you might have gotten there
2: it's been a discussion. We're like it, We don't really come out and just be like, hey, give me your reward ideas. Typically, we'll have ideas that we've come up with because we don't... If you're going to have that conversation, you need to guide it just a little bit because people may have unknown expectations of you. People may have like, hey, I want you to write me a book if I'm paying you $50 a month. It's like... So come in brainstorm some ideas with yourselves of things that you'd be willing to do and then ask like hey do any of these interest you would they make you want to upgrade would they make you happy to be at that tier or would you just never use it yeah those are but come in with ideas
1: oh yeah we we had so many that we put in originally that we ended up cutting because people weren't using it and we were stressing out over doing something that people were like it's cool that you do that but that's not really what i got onto that tier for and it's like well that's the part that takes the most time for us so if we can cut that out and no one really cares and that's great yeah
0: great anybody else i'm sorry did what did, did not to put anybody on the spot but did anybody want to respond to that that i missed
4: i did have one tier just sort of on a, a related note that Nobody ever took, so I changed it to something else and then nobody ever took that reward. So I changed it to something else and nobody ever took that reward and I was like, I need something at this price point. And I asked my patrons, like, What do you want at this price point? And nobody replied. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I just eventually just got rid of that tier because apparently the people Is that like thirteen dollars or something else? Six hundred and sixty
0: six dollars. Like nobody wanted that on their charge account.
4: I mean <laughs> apparently.
1: Was that the uh, the low end or the high end?
4: Uh, it was in the middle. I think it was like fifteen dollars, and it was just like I couldn't find anything that landed there. There you
3: go. Then. I, I would be uh, to answer the question. I would be terrified, actually, of letting people completely suggest. With, I, with what I would be scared of is, is that I would have to say. At the end of that conversation, okay, never mind, just kidding. Bye. <laughs> I'm not doing that or whatever, it is. <laughs> because p- sometimes people don't understand like what you- he was saying about your limits and your time. Some people don't understand like how much time goes into a certain thing. Or, for instance, like I'm a pretty um, I'm a pretty intense ext- uh, introvert. Um, but I don't come across that way, so I can imagine people thinking that I would, there are a lot of things that I would like or would want to do or would even find myself capable of doing that I would be like, I'm not doing that. I don't care if you pay me seven hundred fifty dollars,
0: not I just doing want it. To point out the dichotomy of you know I'm a pretty intense introvert. There's a lot of things I don't want to do, but I will whisper your name seductively to a total stranger in the park. Like you know that's, that's cool. it's cool. It's complexity makes you more intriguing characters. Um, ben, you got a question specifically in the chat, uh, whether your motivation or determination increases when you know that there are others relying on you monetarily or otherwise, As you mentioned. Um,
3: so. It most definitely increases. I actually uh, introduced a Uh, In response to my uh, launch of my Patreon and how uh, successful I found it, I was just floored that so many people wanted to be a part of it. Um, In response to that, I created a new series that I'm actually just now rolling out where I could um, then some of the monologues that i had written i could then have other actors that also are out of work right now or had been out of work that were anxious to get in not pay them a whole lot of money because my patreon brings in money but not that much money but give them something and at least a carrot at least uh and and something creatively to work on too um and that was super inspirational to me and i couldn't write monologues fast enough like i would sit down i would have to stop myself. I would be like, just write the idea down and get to it the next day or whatever. Um, stuff like that. That's essentially why I started a Patreon, is to share the process of what I do with people. Some of the extra stuff that has come along with it, like um, the fact that I am now a published poet, and I, because it gave me somewhere to place poetry, which I was not expecting, um, that has it's just been icing on the cake. So the answer to the question is, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: um i actually kind of want to bounce off of that and the previous question and make a suggestion to everyone who is trying to figure out what rewards to add uh go through and look at the work you have to do to give people what they like what you're normally giving with the patreon like for example ours is the writing and we look at all the steps that lead up to that and say can we tie this into a reward in some way so for example Tyler and I have an ongoing tradition of, uh, at least when we were going into the office, uh, we would stop in the morning, drink coffee, and talk about like what we were working on, what we wanted to write, what we wanted to share with people. And so we created a coffee channel in our Discord. And whenever we we have that talk now, we just hop into the coffee channel, and our patrons are welcome to just listen in. They can't talk; we have it muted. But you get to listen to like this kind of little morning coffee podcast of us brainstorming. And so it becomes, like, that's no extra work for us, but it becomes, like, a benefit. People get to see behind the scenes. They want to know what you're doing. People don't just, like, a lot of your first maybe 40 people, I would say, on Patreon they're subscribing to you more than your product. They're putting their, their vote of confidence in you because they know you personally. Once you move past that point where people don't know who you are anymore, that's when you have to lean on your product and your tiers. But before that, people are, they're your friends. If they don't start your friends, then they're probably engaged enough with your content that you end up making friends with them anyway. Yep. Yeah,
0: and that's a great example of that inner circle cultivation because you know that how fun is that to get the sneak peeks yeah, cool i just like to second
4: that that is a super cool idea
0: yeah i'll say so everybody who's working with partners there's an idea for me it would just be talking to myself and i do that a lot anyway so yeah um <laughs> so oh and you've got some some fandom for that coming in in the chat the the coffee calls are fun and behind the scenes it's a favorite part so of DVDs and the like, so that's the favorite part of this stuff that uh, uh, Lorraine, am I saying this properly, Lorraine, Ellie? I'm scared to get it wrong. Anyway, thank you, uh, Lorraine, okay, sorry. And I just realized in the chat, none of of my little bots with everybody's uh, URLs are going out, so I'm going to make sure that we get, I'm going to drop the URLs in the chat directly because that is part of this here, come on. I don't know. Like why.
1: Randy, who's in the chat can kind of give some of the other side perspective because like they're they're saying, they're one of our patrons. They're actually one of our top patrons, too. So they can answer a lot from that side of, of the equation of like, well, th- this is what Ethnis does that works.
0: Great. Kate says I could talk to Endomial and Penny. I probably yeah, that would probably sell. I could do that. Like just <laughs> so all right. Um so I guess. That actually feeds really well into something else I was you know, kind of kicking around and thinking about, which is, you know, like, Ben, you were already doing a ton of theatrical productions. Rhonda, you had, you know, books and you were an editor and, you know, like lots of work already visible before you launched um, anything to ask, you know, for direct financial support. Oh, sorry. Why are... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey, that's me. Um, <laughs> why are yeah? I,
1: was, I was just checking the other vids, <laughs> yeah.
0: um, why are, uh, it you was know, for so many, for so many people we're, we're trying to get off, off the ground and, you know, we're not a household name, <laughs> you know, what are, what are some ways to get that portfolio visible without, hi, my mom likes my stuff. I swear, you know, like what can, what can we do? Uh, Tyler, that looks like a, a, a thought. <laughs>
2: So I just like my mom does like my stuff. Oh, okay.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Good. Then you don't have to pay somebody to call and tell tell her that your, your stuff is good. So uh, <laughs> you can too. But yeah, I mean, like ideas for that, guys, or?
1: Ours. So we were kind of around when Real Danville started growing, and we we're both hyperactive in its Discord. And that goes a long way. Being a face in the community, even when you're not promoting yourself. The moment you do promote yourself, people see it because they're like, "Oh, that's that's Baron. He's the head of games. He organizes challenges for the community. If he writes something, it's got to be really good." So when he says, "Hey, check out Ethnis," people check that out. So it's not like people don't respond well to you just walking up and being, "Check out my thing." That's advertising. If, If you wanna, if you have the patience for it, being present in spaces where people like things like that you like that it's just groups of friends and communities and hangouts and chat chat like discords like that's where you'll end up making the friends who want to see your stuff
2: yeah you gotta i didn't didn't.
0: sorry go ahead i was just saying i didn't tell jacqueline to say that either like this is great you're just echoing something i made a big soapbox about a couple weeks ago so thank you very much (laughs) sorry tyler go ahead
2: I was going to say, like, uh, as Jacqueline is saying, like those investments, I'm going to call them investments because there's a bunch of different investments we as creators can do, whether it be in uh, talking, creating, uh, researching, whatever. Finding a Discord that well mirrors what you're putting to the table and becoming just active in that Discord, you're cultivating a plant there. Yeah, And so, like, it's a slow, every now and then, pop in, say hi, chat, give feedback, and eventually, as you go, it will ripen, you'll get fruit from it, and you'll be able to harvest it. Which is when you go, here's my Kickstarter, guys, I'm really excited about this, Uh, I'd love to have your guys' thoughts and feedback, or here's my Patreon. Uh, I'm really making a push right now, for because I have this new design in play or something, and that's the time you harvest your cultivation so it takes a long time but it really reaps the rewards at the end
1: doing uh some sort of flex every now and then as well like for example we rolled up uh Rold anvil has a summer street a uh, summer challenge and a winter challenge and it's always like basically do ten thousand words and him and i'll do a stream where we'll do it all in one sitting something like that where it's like look at how you know like if we can do this in one sitting imagine what else we can write and you know just like kind of Show off a little bit. Like, show off how good you are. Like, push yourself in front of everyone. Have those moments of panic. We had one where we ad libbed a whole story, basically, like just talking over a table, like role play, basically. And people love that. So, yeah.
2: Awesome. That's
0: it. Okay. Uh, it's good. Okay. So I'm, I'm enjoying the chat a lot. Like Lorraine's like, wait, you show your stuff to your mom. And Kate's like, my mom finds my typos. So this is just, it's great. Um, so I I know that you know, Patreon obviously is the, is the one that most people are very familiar with um, in, in this service model. Um, and I, I know it's supposed to be coffee, but I swear it's spelled Ko-Fi. Um, <laughs> it, they're launching tiered subscription and, or tiered support, or something um, uh, coming up in the next month. I don't have all the details in that. I just saw that that's, uh, they just got an email about that a couple couple days ago. Um, so uh, th- there's a lot of different models. I guess, first of all, like, how do you select a model to do this? And then I have a follow-up question once we've picked that. So is there a best way? Is there a best, you know, th- things things that work better for one venue than another? What do we got?
2: Very simple answer. Do
1: both. See if you can match yeah. it. Uh, I would say scatter shot at first, and then find out where you're not putting energy and where's not like, if, if you're putting this much energy in and getting this much out of it, then cut that. Like, you d- you there's reason why there's YouTube stars and TikTok stars and Twitter stars, and there's very few people who are stars of all of them because it's too much energy to go one hundred percent on every platform but scattershot and see what gives what echoes back first.
5: Another thing is it depends very much on the kind of work you want to do. Um I know that uh at least in the visual art community um I have noticed uh, some other creators on uh on Twitter talking about the different restrictions and different things that are possible and not possible and like how much money you are able to keep from your subscription on one platform versus the other. Um, so that's something that, you know, you might want to look into. I don't know what coffee's um, uh, little portion that they keep. I don't know what the details are on that, but um, that's something that you want to look into. Uh, I know that one of the big things that, um, is that Patreon does not allow certain types of not safe for work stuff, um, which in visual art, you know, that's a very wide field, you know, so that, you know, it depends on what you're doing. So uh, coffee, I believe does not have that, but I would wanna double check that because I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's, that's getting into some of the nitty gritty <laughs> of what each platform offers. Um, but that's something that you want to do your research on for sure and see just what's going to be the best thing for you.
0: So then one of the things that occurred to me of all is looking things up and you know like so in with Patreon just as an example if I subscribe at a tier I get access to everything that has ever been offered for that tier in, in the monthly you know monthly uh, products or whatever and I I don't know this might just be me being petty and small, but I could sign up for one month and get the last two years worth of stuff for that tier. and somebody who has been a loyal supporter for two years, you know has paid this much, much more, you know 24 times the amount for uh, for the same collection and then I could disappear the next month or something and so like life is too short to to stress about micromanaging everybody on the planet. But is there something that I should think about? You know, just from a keep my loyal patrons happy standpoint, or, or, is, or am I just overthinking this, which sometimes happens?
2: So you kind of have a couple of points there. One is how do you deal with people who are coming in for one month, taking whatever they can and getting out um, at, at the end of the day, that's going to happen. It's definitely not something you should really you don't focus on those people. Like, that's not something you should consider, like, oh, is there a way that I can stop this? Because there really isn't, and it's not worth... You'd want your focus more on, okay, how do I make sure people who are here the entire time are getting what they want? I mean... uh, Hold on, I lost my...
1: I lost my... (laughs) So, So, also, like, if someone comes in, and let's say you have, like, 200 posts worth of content to steal if that person comes in and they take that if, if they're actually gonna read all that the odds of them also being someone who's just gonna stick with you and want to support that are pretty high i think I, I don't know the numbers but imagine people who do that don't look at half the stuff they take they're just digital hoarders they they take it and they don't look at it they're just like yes i stole something ah, and they run away and they, they feel special for it and
4: who cares <laughs> and your long term supporters aren't hurt by those people coming in and getting stuff because they've been happy getting what they're getting you know in a doled out fashion over the two years or whatever like the fact that somebody else is paying less and getting that stuff all in one chunk I mean I guess it's sort of like you, you pay for the they're paying for the community and the experience as well as the content so they're not getting ripped off by supporting you over the long term as opposed to coming in and taking everything and then just like going. I, <laughs> I, will, s- new. Mm-hmm.
5: I will say one thing that sort of guards against this um, and as much as anything ever can um, is don't put 100% of your content behind a paywall. Make sure that you have teasers, you have, like, like, what I do is I put up all of my art, there's a watermark on it, but you still get to see it. You know, it's it's low res, it's got a watermark, but you do get to see my work. Everybody gets to see it. Now, if you want, if you want to get into that, you want to download uh, stuff, you want to see the work, high res, no watermark, yeah, you have to get behind a paywall for that. More often than not, if somebody is going to... Take the time to look at your page and go, ooh, I really want that one. You know, They might come in, grab a single download and leave, but they gave you money for it. So that's something. And it really doesn't happen as much as you might think. People coming in and being like, ooh, I'm going to download all of the content. Like, really does not happen all that often in my personal experience. So it has happened to me once. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Interestingly this person Seems to keep coming back So <laughs> there's something to be said For that too Cool.
2: That so, really <laughs> brings up the fun point of uh, Finding a way to balance FOMO versus Not encouraging Theft but as Zulu says Doesn't I don't think We've ever seen anyone on the Ethnist Patreon go boop, boop, Like on and off
1: yeah the only time we've had people like duck out was just they wanted to pay one big month and then head
0: off
2: they wanted to make us eat hot sauces Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we'll get i think that's a story of when we talk about community i want to tell that story
0: well let's talk about Um, oh go ahead ben then we'll come back and pick up i was just
2: i was going to
3: speak to that because i i'm of two minds on that subject because part of what um really drew me to even uh doing content this way was the accessibility. I've always felt really strongly about people being able to access my work that were from multiple socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, One of my tiers is $2 and I I want it to stay that way uh, and I want people to be able to see things for $2 if that's all they have. And if they only have $2 for one month then the fact that they offered me that $2 actually means more to me than somebody who has $50 every month that has that money to spare <laughs> Don't tell those people that because I need to <laughs>
1: Um
3: <laughs> But so, but I—it's weird because because of that dual thinking, I also have along the way really thought of like, well, it doesn't seem fair that some people are so supportive. I've tried to offer things for uh, continuity for those people that stay around. Like even if it's just like I'm doing this because of of the fact that you all are still here. I'm doing this because of that. Um, But three times now I have offered content that then goes away after a certain amount of time. So if you aren't a continued patron, then yes, you could just come in that month and see that, but then you might not catch the next one of those and you can't collect all of those. So that's a suggestion for people who are really worried about that. Um, you could offer, and even be really upfront with your patrons say, this is only gonna be live for two weeks, mm-hmm. right? So read it, watch it, do whatever you do to it. <laughs> and then and then just know as many times as you want um, and then it's gonna go away. Um, so that's, those are my and thoughts
4: on that. <laughs> tangentially, I actually use my backlist as a thing that I used to promote the Patreon. Like, if you come in, you support it at $3 and you will get all of these books, which you can't possibly read in a month. And as a, a side note, don't actually get downloaded by everybody who's eligible to download them. Um, like all the patrons at the tier that are eligible to download ebooks, do not download those ebooks. So, um, if somebody wants to come in and download them all, then as long as they aren't then pirating them out. And kind of even if they are, <laughs> it's you know they're getting downloaded at least. But yeah. I do use the backlist as uh, a marketing tool for sure.
0: Okay, so uh, like several points back from the chat and from me, whatever. It's so Ben you know, uh, with the time, the time, limited time offer things. Um, I have missed several things on Ben's Patreon because I was busy and I didn't get it in time and I didn't get mad. It was like, that was all on me. But my big, <laughs> my big concern really with this was like, would other, your, would your rest of your community feel like they had been shorted? And it sounds like nobody's getting that feedback at all for, from your, from your
4: regulation. They wouldn't so know. They wouldn't know.
0: Well, I I guess I'm picturing, like, you know, in in the things with a really active community. But I guess a a grab and run is probably not really going to be active in the community either. So never mind then.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I would say that those specific things for me, those have been icing moments. Those have been I'm still offering the regular stuff on my Patreon, like and pretty much posting regularly in the way that I feel like is what my Patreon is. And here's this extra thing that is and to be quite honest, I kinda also used it as a promotional tool for my Patreon to say Prozac the Sad Elf is going up for a week during the Christmas time. Come see it like a show. Um, and then maybe you'll forget to cancel your Patreon next month <laughs> and it'll just like roll over. Right. Or maybe you will. And you got the show for $2 and that's okay too. It's so,
0: for <laughs> that. <That's
2: laughs> <that out. laughs>
0: all right. So see <laughs> we need like an encore me,
2: presentation.
0: Right <laughs> Bridger's pointing out that, um, sometimes you discover something you love late and you wouldn't otherwise have access to that early stuff if things were time locked. So, uh, you know, that's a really good point too, that if I, I come in, I want to be able to go back and pick up, especially something like if ethnic, if there's um, stuff that might be a continuing story or something, you want to go back and pick up the beginning. So, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> or maybe you just stay there at that tier and intentionally forget to change. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, great. So we are technically starting to close on time, but I'm just going to throw out that if the chat has any more questions, now is the time to get them in as as we uh, start to wrap. So uh, for those of us who uh, maybe have been thinking about this for a long while and haven't committed because commitment issues, totally asking for a friend, <laughs> what would you what would you uh, what would you say to people who showed up in the chat today uh, to to specifically get information about this and are teetering on the edge of that cliff? Um, what what would you what what are your words of encouragement as you yeet us off into the ravine? Um,
5: it doesn't cost any money to start a patreon. Now they, they they take a little bit of each of each subscriber's uh, donation, but you don't pay a fee, so you lose nothing by starting one. And honestly, team. it helps you. There's a sort of carrot stick situation going with me each month. Like I have created at least one thing every month since I started a Patreon, so there's that too.
4: And starting a Patreon is really scary. I think that maybe that's that's worth acknowledging because you know I've done a lot of a lot of uh, book selling and marketing and promotion and stuff, but Patreon felt really personal when I was starting it. Like if people didn't sign up, it would be a reflection and a rejection of me, not my work. And and I think that it's important to recognize that it is terrifying, but it's also worth it even if i have a relatively small audience um com- comparatively and it has positively impacted my life a lot and it was definitely worth taking the chance for.
5: As i mentioned earlier the uh encouragement that you get from people just like throwing money at you being like hey i love your work i want to see more like that is an amazing feeling and even if you have a relatively small community which i mean i do too but for the most part they are really loyal and it's amazing to see these people just continually be like i love getting your cards in the mail every month i love seeing your artwork on my on my phone as a background you know yeah uh
0: bridger asked a great question oh sorry go ahead
3: I wanted to uh, say something to starting a Patreon. I would say if you are, or any of, any of them, uh, a Kofi or whatever you're starting, <laughs> um, if you aren't already a patron or a Kofi drinker or whatever it is that you are, then you need to do that first. Um, Don't just jump in because yeah, it's it is a weird world. Like it is, it's hard to understand exactly how to deliver, and and it does feel super vulnerable. And I think what helped me is me becoming a patron and then discarding that patronage also helped me remember how easy that is to do and that it isn't a personal slap in my face. Um, I do wish that some of the uh, like I do wish that Patreon would rethink how the setup for creators. That's the first thing we see. Generally, when we click on, um, and I really I don't want to make that to be my um, my goal. I'm creating is my goal, right? Um, I and the, for that to be the first thing you see when you look at notifications is like so and so declined their payment this month. It's just kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> I mean, even if it was like a $2 person that you know signed on for just a amount of time or whatever, but but I would agree with everybody and say, just do it. Even if you do it for like three months and your work gets out there and you make $20 or whatever, you wouldn't have made anything before. And Patreon's doing all the hard work as far as like financially taking the money and all of that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, so I would say do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No- never decide your value for other people it's because you're always gonna at least a lot of creatives you're gonna downplay your value it's like oh my work's not worth it i'm not like a great writer yet but like someone wants to read it someone wants to look at your art someone wants to listen to you and when those people find you and they say hey do you have a patreon and you don't that's on you
0: Mm -hmm. We got the tough love coming from Jacqueline tonight. All right, no, but no, no, That's a really, really good points, and I love what you said about don't set your value in someone else's eyes. That is, that's our next t-shirt. Okay, um, Bridger had a uh, question about uh, payment about you know per month and per work models, and you know what you guys how you guys approach that. What do you how do you make that decision?
2: Yeah, so that just depends on your product. And, and whether or not you feel that it is... And also what you give. If you are literally just giving that piece of Big work, thing, yeah. then yeah, you should probably do it per work. Um, with us, I mean, we deliver a bunch of small works. We When you're delivering things that are behind the scenes, typically you want that to be a month a month as well, not just that per yeah. project or per, per milestone. And then... At that point if you're doing the per milestone, you do have a risk of putting them too far apart or too close together and getting
1: people annoyed. Yeah. So, I would I would say only do the per product if you are 100% like just ne- like your product may be good, but if you're not confident in it, don't do that. You have to be able to be 100% confident you're going to deliver this every month, it's always going to be quality, whatever like that. However often you need to deliver it because when you do per month, it's more of that. They're investing in you when you do per product, you're less of the equation, at least to me. That's what I've noticed. Like, it's usually the really big ones. It's like, I will do a YouTube video every two weeks about, you know, this documentary guy again. People aren't paying attention to him as much because his audience is so big. So when you're doing, you know, per, per project, that's what you're saying is focus on the project less than me.
4: For me, it was kind of the opposite. So I do monthly um, as myself, but I have an alter ego who works in a different genre and she gets neglected for months and months and months at a time. So she has a Patreon. I've actually made it idle because it's been a very long time, but when it was active, um, it was per project payment because it could be six months before I put something out. And I didn't want people paying every month and not getting anything new. So in that case, um, it did per thing. But for me, myself, as a motivating and community building and like all of those things that I'm looking for out of Patreon, I, I needed the, the monthly thing.
1: That's good to know.
4: Now, this
5: might be a good place to to plug coffee's model just a, a smidge. <laughs> um, some people uh, use coffee like as a tip jar, which is what I do. Um, I just have it there. Um, sometimes people throw me a few bucks, but, you know, um, you can set it up to where somebody can just go in and buy a thing, um, which is not the same as setting a price point like per finished project. But as far as being on the consumer end of things, it's the same thing. Um, so I have done that before where I go to somebody's coffee page and it's like, hey, I have this pack of Discord emojis if you donate $5. And I'm like, I'll buy that. you know." Um, so that's also something you that you can consider depending on the way that you work, the product that you have. Um, I have my Patreon set up per month, um, but I have you know a thing that I give you every month for that. So it, it depends on your product.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, Vinny Vante Vinny asks. So if you make a lot of content, but someone only wants one thing, they can do that. Yes on the on the co- coffee. I am going to train myself to say coffee um, <laughs> model. Uh, yeah, you you can uh, take donations for a specific item. So.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that might be a feature of coffee gold. I have not done the research on that. Um, Coffee gold is something where I think it's like you pay 50 bucks a year or something. It's a flat fee. But it's a flat fee um, and they don't take any money from the donations that you receive after that. Yeah. At least that was when I last did my research again. (laughs) I might want to double check. That's
0: the case because I I looked at it again in my my semi-annual Eh, I should do this, uh, (laughs) rounds. Um, (laughs) I I checked it. So yes. Okay. Um, all right. Are there any other questions coming in from the chat for our illustrious panel? Actually, guys, thank you. There's, this has been a ton of great info and I'm so, so glad that, uh, I, that we got this gang together. This is, this has been a really good group. Um, and I think we got like a couple of t-shirts Checking that need to come out. Membership other cards. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
4: mean,
0: there will be, there will be many playbacks. Uh, Bridget <laughs> says this has been fabulous. Uh, Kate says y'all are awesome. So yeah. G- great job gang. Um, and yeah, seriously, thank you. This is, this is something that people kept asking for and I'm like, I am so not the person to ask because like I've been looking things up and not doing it for, years. So that's definitely, definitely not the person to ask. So, um, uh, so appreciate you guys coming and being, uh, being, uh, sharing, sharing your experience and your, and your expertise. Um, and Yvante says, uh, this is really interesting. Um, gonna f- not, not currently a content creator, so it's going to file away for p- potential, but thank you. So it's great. Adam says, thank you. PJ. Uh, yeah. Okay. Geek, like all the, all the love. So Thanks guys. All right. Well, we are at time, so I'm going to wrap us here. Um, make sure that you check uh, the the for research guys, for research, go check out all the links that have been in the chat belonging to these creators and go see what they're doing. And then, you know, thank them for for their for sharing their expertise in a very direct way Um, so um pj's got so many ideas swirling around awesome awesome send some mine way when you're done and (laughs) and i'm gonna wrap this here thank you guys everybody have a fantastic week next week is the creatin i'm pretty sure i didn't check the calendar but i'm pretty sure that's right so i will see some of you back for that uh thanks and have a fantastic night bye Thank you for listening. You can find details on the weekly live stream, upcoming guests and topics, subscription and support information and more at lauravab.com. Your shares, reviews, and support are very much appreciated. Until next time.